I was born in Hull, um, which was a fishing town, a big, big fishing town. It was the number three whaling port when, when whaling was, you know, acceptable. And I was brought, brought up by my grandmother because my mum and dad had died early. Um, I think my mum, I was seven when my mum died, nine when my dad died. And our uncles and aunties all wanted to take, to separate us, you know, saying, oh, we will have one. But my grandma said, no, they've lost their mum and dad, so we're going to bring them up, I'll bring them up together. So she was a Victorian lady, and my grandma absolutely loved music. She, she loved everything. There was nothing that we weren't allowed to listen to. Um, and all the family, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate in this, that all the family either sang or played some, some kind of instrument. It didn't have to be fancy instruments. I mean, we had an uncle who played the one-string fiddle, and I had an uncle who also played the musical saw, you know. And if they didn't play anything, they would step dance and, and do things like that. So I was brought up in this extended family, and during the war, uh, it was mostly by women because all the men had gone off to war. So I, I was brought up in a, a household of my grandmother and all her cronies and my mom, my aunt and, on, and all the aunties. They all lived together in one house. There were about 14 or 15 of us lived together. My grandmother, she liked her tribe around her. I mean, they all had houses, but they just, she wanted them all with her. And so I was brought up and that every birthday and Christmas and New Year, Halloween, all the celebrations of the year, whether it was uh, Christian or, or pagan, we celebrated by having a party and a sing-song. And um, my grandmother loved the music hall and she sang parlour ballads and um, things like that if I were a blackbird. Um, and she also loved music hall songs. And in 1957, um, I came down to London, the first time I'd ever been to London. I came down with a then boyfriend, who then became my then husband, which, you know. And uh, we, we went, he was very interested in jazz, and we went to Ken Collier's Jazz Club. And in the interval, a late, an old lady and an old man got up and started singing. She started singing, and he played the fiddle. And that lady was Margaret Barry, wonderful gypsy singer from Ireland. And my... That was it, I was, that was it. I won't say I was lost in that, I would say I was found in that, that was... She had a voice like my grandmother for a start, so it's very, very, um, you know, it, 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 was, it wasn't foreign to me, it was very, you know, I, I knew what that was about. She also sounded like a lot of the women in the pubs, you know, when I was a, when I was a girl, um, they, they were, there was always a piano in the pubs, and pubs weren't like they are now, you know. There was always a piano and some couple of women would get up and start singing Daisy Daisy or, what, or whatever. And they had these most strident voices, wonderful, wonderful voices, which has all been bred out of them out now because you have to sing. If you want to sing pop music or something like that, you have to sing with an American accent. You can't sing with your own accent because it's not done. Um, I remember when my, my record, you know, the Mercury record, I remember um, Tony Parsons being interviewed about it and them saying, did he like it? And he said, oh yes, the, re the record's fine. But she's got a folky voice. Now, the voice that I've got is my own voice. I don't put on any accent, it's what I sing with. So what he was saying it was then, 
that you can't be successful if you sing in your own voice. You've got to, you've got to you know, put another voice on. But usually you'll find that um, the, 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 the singer will start off learning the song and by the time 30 or 40 years have gone by, she's into the song, or he's into the song, and can see all the different things that could be in that song. I mean, I've sung one or two songs that I've been singing all my life. And suddenly when you're singing them, there's a, you see another thing, you see something else. It's like watching a really good film and you want to see it again and immediately you see it again, you say, oh, I didn't remember that bit that time. You know, you see all the little extra bits. We don't ever arrange anything, really. We, we learn a song that we like or find a song that we like when, and we use we use all sorts of, of sources, what we use as manuscripts, come here into Cecil Sharp House, use the library, um, all, you know, all sorts of, of, of sources. But if I then learn uh, a song out of a book, what I do then is I go to the traditional singers and see how they've done it before I would ever even think of, of singing it myself. Um, but the Watersons, we learned a song and then we sat down and we sang it until we knew it and until we had a nice, you know, a nice harmony, which might change the next night. But we'd got, we'd got the basis of it inside and, uh, and we would just sit and, and uh, sing on, on, until, you know, until we, were, until we were satisfied with it. But we never did arrange anything.